James Jordan. And Mike Wallace. Coming at you for yet another edition of the Wide World of Motorsports podcast. Coming at you on CFMH 107.3, local FM on St. John, New Brunswick. CKMS 102.7, Radio Waterloo in Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario. And the Performance Motorsports Network app on your smart device. You can also check us out on demand wherever you get your podcasts. And give us a line, reach out to us on social media at the WWOMS. We're looking to expand our season six, looking for some contributors to come and represent the WOMS at racetracks and also come onto the show as a guest and give us some insight and some analysis and as well as our season six we're just about halfway through and we're we're of course looking for ways to expand there as well especially when it comes with um you know trying to expand local racing with our passion there giving some spotlight on local drivers and also some of the big drivers too that come by and it uh you know, there's a bit of a production cost to that and, and whatnot that comes behind that. And uh, if you'd like to help us out, you can reach us to us as well on social media or our email, wideworldofmotorsports at gmail.com or generally just our website, which, hey, you know, we're I'm, I'm going to we're going to be posting some stuff from the big O tomorrow on the day that we're recording here. We're going to be posting some stuff on there. The Wide World of Motorsports podcast dot wordpress.com and we uh well well we already have some stuff we'll we'll be having some more stuff up there it's it's looking good folks this is Mm -hmm. yeah episode 27 season six and as per usual we do have a a special segment that we have at the top of the show but we're going to be leaving that for episode 28 so we'll leave y'all guessing to who we're going to pick for our driver spotlight for next episode on this edition we will be focusing on as i had mentioned we were at the big o osweekin speedway or osweekin i'm going to say osweekin because that's how i naturally pronounce it in my head but just for the train spotters out there (laughs) um, (laughs) yeah you know we uh, we we had a lot of stuff on this episode we have lots of interviews and lots of cool stuff to talk about here and i'm excited man start all off with this you know the um, going into this race from a road course, going to a complete different kind of world, for sure, a different kind of world. The dirt world, the Big O, being a track that uh, is notorious for dirt, for its crates and its three sixties and its sprints. Right, that that's what we've yeah, uh, and, well, and but they do a bone stock and a, a street stock, and you know they get. Uh, late models they get modifieds there they do big block modifieds yeah they do everything pretty much had world of outlaws there before too right yeah it's always cool to be able to do something different we're used to road courses we're used to um ovals paved ovals mostly ovals yeah we're or, or or a street circuit we're used to that. We we went to the Big O for our first time last year when we covered the race there, and we had a blast. 
Um, we knew it, we knew it would be this time, no doubt. And for you, it's obviously the drive too. from, you come from Midland to, to a lot of people come from far places too to come to the big O to watch these races. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, um, three hours and 45 minutes or something. I left that 20 to 11 and I got to you about one thirty. That wasn't bad. And worth it's worth it. it, right? You know, we, um, we were, we're getting, I'm getting into this track. I'm, I really am in dirt racing. It's, it's the history too behind it with knowing we've, what we know about how Glenn Styers has put it together, um, in 1994 on his family owned land on the six nations at the grand river, uh, first nation reserve, which is just Southeast of Brantford in Ontario, Canada. And the track has been continuously expanded almost in each year, every year of its existence. This capacity to the track was increased to over 8,000 in 2008. And it was a project that was, um, we ended up getting lighting. We ended up getting uh, World of Outlaws to come race at the facility. It really did expand it. And especially, you know, from what we've heard, it's people say it's cla- it's like a class facility with all the events that go on there. You know, he goes all out with the fireworks. Like I noticed, he goes well, all out with the side events. Like the oh, the fireworks are amazing. Yeah. And, and we've heard that the paddock, he's... The team, him, management have paved more of the pits and added more concrete. Yeah, it was that's nice too. Which, and it's, people are saying it rivals some of the top dirt tracks down in the states, which makes sense because Glenn goes to a lot of them, right? So, yeah, and he's it's you know it's his own little playground. He lives there, as I'd mentioned, and he also has you know a couple different buildings there that you know he's got a man cave, he's got a pool and a pool house and his race shop and as well as the family business, the uh, Styers gas station, um, which, which a lot of people should have passed. If you're going through there at some point, you got to know that place. So yeah, you know, it, and with the, um, it, this, the, all the big stuff that surrounds it, you know, it's, it's for Pinty's too. When we get, drivers like Kenny Schrader that comes and Stuart Friesen and also some of the drivers, the locals dirt guys that, um, that Glenn brings in. So those there's, there's a lot of, and the payout too. There's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things that play when you go there. It's a very exciting feeling. We've there, we've heard of packed. I've seen packed camping there. Um, obviously when we went this week because of the weather that, that um there was some people that obviously opted to um avoid getting the uh, the the crappy end of that uh but no doubt with the coverage on flow and the coverage on TSN we weren't able to miss a beat and all G-force can't forget and, that and G-force yeah, yeah. cuz they covered not only did they cover all the sprints they covered all the heat races for the Pinties. Yeah. So, and oh, that's Flo a, that's showed awesome. like 23 laps on the, for, for the race. So everyone playing a pretty cool part in trying to get this out there for the people who couldn't make it as well. Um, 
that's tough with the with the with you know we've we've been in that situation before where you're planning on going to your racetrack and then you see the the impending weather you know the big w word yeah, come into play and it it's never fun and we 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 as you know even just as fans of other racing series we've all we all get it um we've all been there before and unfortunately it's isn't that the a, worst feeling though driving towards the racetrack and the you're driving knowing it's raining. going to be rained out <laughs> Um, I don't know if this turn is my the first round. I'm gonna turn my life around. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bug mom anymore. Um, yeah, praying to God or the Creator. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know it's uh, it's it's whatever. It's it is what it is, and we're able to. Uh, we'll be able to. Um, luckily, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to go there tomorrow. But even then, if we can, and if people out there that can't, we had a what oh, a, what a yeah. first race that we had of the day one for uh our you know we so we weren't really all that focused and and we we will and and I'll admit that I feel like I'm missing out uh, on the dirt race in there and I should I should keep a closer eye and yeah. we will be keeping a closer eye on the dirt racing that happens there in the future because uh you know there was a lot that went on more than just pinties, that's for sure. But our focus, our magnifying glass, we were doing some detective work in the NASCAR pinties paddock and as well as those sessions. So that's where we were at during these events. I'm sure you can find out all the results to the other dirt events over on Ashwikin's social media or their website. I'm sure that's up there. Um, and I'm sure there's some other great podcasts out there that will be talking about it. But hey, you know, we're Pinty's guys. We love the Pintalints. So, um, and also, you know, as I mentioned, with all that all that cool stuff going into the race, like Kenny Schrader coming back, yeah. Stuart Friesen coming back. Um it and it was really uh I didn't know what to think coming. I didn't know who was gonna be fast. It's so but at the same time when I found out Kenny Schrader when when we were in watching practice and qualifying and and just seeing how he was handling the track and watching some of the other guys too. Um, but there was no doubt that Trader was early one of the uh, fastest in practice and qualifying. A vet, no doubt, like he would be. Uh, yeah, he was. He he seemed to be at ease the quickest, which doesn't uh, right doesn't yeah. surprise me. I wrote. When I was taking notes throughout throughout the event, I I likened him to uh, Freddie Couples for anybody who watches golf, um, <laughs> and he was just effortless. Effortless is what 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 his swing looks like. Like he just it almost the way he does it just back and comes through, and you think he's not even trying, and he's it just nails it. And and watching Kenny uh, massage that car around the track was awesome. But then you had guys right up behind him, like Trayton, you had DJ, Kevin Lacroix, uh, Aaron Mac Turkey was, was also and, one of the uh, fastest as well. Aaron Turkey was quick. And then, and then like I suspected, uh, uh, a young Mr. Daniel Bois, I figured would have a little bit of an edge there. Just thinking the track might lean a little bit towards a wet racetrack. And he would have, he has a little more experience doing that kind of stuff with the road racing and uh yeah there's quite a few drivers David, that Dave uh, Bailey Hebert, as well Dave was Bailey, one yep. 
Dave Bailey uh, in the 36. Uh, he was or 38. I can't remember. Uh, he was. He's a local there. He he runs yeah, Street Stock. Yeah. Uh, I believe he's a points leader. Um, and uh, he did very points very well of, uh, holding it with those guys. Points leader of Ashwikin uh, in. Oh, okay. Right. Street not in Pinties, yeah, in the street sucks. Of their For, street sucks. Um, no, 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 not in the streets. There. I saw Mac really when he came out, though. He he certainly wasn't one of the fastest in practice, but he was coming out there and he was he was ch- testing that car to its extreme. I, I was looking like he was seeing how far he could take the car early in that session while the track was the way it was before too many cars got in the way. Yeah, uh, and we saw that throughout the race, and we'll get that to that in a bit. We saw how that paid off, how his, uh, how he ended up charging up to the front in the race. Going, yeah, going back to the race here, uh, or going back to the before, pre-race uh, here. You know, the track was dry and slick. Not much dust I noticed was being kicked up, and the tires are still very hard, so the grip wasn't yeah. easy to find and. We were, you know, and also too, we were supposed to get rain, and we weren't sure it was going to happen. You know, things stayed overcast into the evening, into the night, keeping things kind of relatively cool for the track and for the the ambient temps. And also too, when we spoke with Larry Jackson up on the perch, up in turn two, before the race, before the practice qualifying, uh, you know, he was asking us like, "What line do you pick?" And we we're kind of uh, we we're kind of looking at it and, and figuring it out with him talking. You know, we saw you know you know maybe we saw this during the race and we were chatting about this too with him. Is the middle lane does that gonna do anything? The bottom, what's that gonna? What's the high lane gonna do? And we ultimately ended up finding out with how the track was. The bottom was good for entry, but it didn't give enough of that oomph from that what the higher lanes provided on the exits. And we even saw the middle lane kind of get uh, some, well, some it, it was, stuff going. It, yeah, and and when what the, what some of the the drivers were saying, uh, DJ alluded to it, and when I spoke with Kevin, he as well alluded to it. Just that the outside was able to even Friesen talked about care, just have a little bit more momentum, and it seemed that there's a little bit more car control. Um, I I remember. I think it was DJ that set it up on stage that there's a bit of a lip. It kind of right. convexes in so they can hook their right tire kind of in this spot and, and kind of keep it around there. Interestingly enough, there was one driver that um, uh, uh, he he had told me that last year he was trying to pitch the car sideways like a dirt car. And he realized that that wasn't right. He needs to just drive it flat like a regular car. And that driver uh, finished in the top five. Uh, yeah. This uh, uh, there. And, so, um, so, and it made it, so it made a difference because he didn't finish up that high last year. And before we get to our interviews here, let's talk a bit about 22 racing and how they did. They were able to kind of basically start up front for that race. And tag was tag was able to get the lead up on the beginning of the race, but with the yellow on lap three uh, being tag lost it on the inside of turn two, um, giving, giving the lead yeah. to um, Lapsovich and, and Kenny D, uh, tra- uh, Tag had a couple of wrecks. He got hit in that wreck, and he got hit in another wreck where he had to come down during 
caution laps and caution laps don't count. So he was able to come down, get stuff fixed, come back out, just start at the back. No, no loss. And he, he ultimately did good too, getting uh, up in 11th or almost in the top 10. Um, but yeah, tag. Yeah. Yeah. He, he lost it early, unfortunately. And it, it looked like it basically for the rest of the race that we, we saw a couple of yellows early, but we saw more yellows in the later parts of the race. And, that was giving chances for Kenny to be able, like Kenny was always starting the outside, Trey in the inside, and that was Kenny just wasn't able to get it going on the outside until we saw on lap seventy nine when yeah, he was I, able to get the lead I, from him. I think it was more of a there was no need to go stuffing it in there and try to take the lead uh, on the outside when they had so much racing. I think we saw a real veteran i'm not putting trying to put i'm not putting anyone down i'm just saying i think we just saw like a real veteran talent who's you know raced against dale earnhardt and guys like that and one uh apply his craft against against our best right right and i mean he wasn't this good last year he wasn't this good last year yeah so He's clearly found something. And you alluded to 22 racing, and clearly their program has really stepped up because they are producing some powerhouse numbers this year for, yeah, and they, for being they did on fantastic. the front row. Yeah, they did pretty good. And, and Tag, you know, he had uh, he had a broken brace and tire up from his spin-out. So he had he – had, they, they're – they're getting another car or, no or they're fixing the car. They're, they've gone back to fix it. They're getting in their car. I know they, they went back uh, to their shop or a shop to, to figure some things out. That's so crazy. Um, we're in, back in and, Quebec. Um, or, or maybe a local shop. Not sure if it was Quebec or somewhere local. A lot of race teams will say, Hey, come on over to our place. So you don't have to go that whole mish. We've seen that happen before. So that's yeah. possible. Yeah. But yeah, you know, um, there is, there was some hard battling in the middle to the back of the pack, but for the most part, for the first couple of stages, the lead was mostly unchanged during the first stage. It was basically, you know, Trey, Kenny, Lacroix. Um, I think Friesen got up there. Uh, Kennington was up there. So we, we saw these guys get up. Yeah. And then yeah. the, at the back of the pack, you're seeing those some of those dirt guys make some ground. And that's where you're really seeing some of the good hard racing um, but yeah, you know, we, we saw Kenny and with go on and Mac can't forget Mac. No, it was just, just something I had noticed Mac too. I just something I had noticed about, especially in the mid pack there, uh, a little mistake. We just escalated, right? Like you made a little mistake and then somebody had to try to correct. But because, you know, Daniel Bois referred to like you, you're going through the corner and you think you have it. And then all of a sudden you, you hit a little bump. And it, it it's unpredictable. So then you might hit somebody else, and then it just escalates. And I everything we saw was not on purpose. I, I right? Yeah. There's probably all, not right? one car. <clears throat> there's probably not one car that nature got of hit. the beast. 
And also, you know, there's a bit of um, a leniency if you wreck out that you can come down and get some work done without losing those laps and come back out and still be at the back and compete. And at the end of the stage, you also can go back down to pit road and get what you need. We're not really too worried about fuel and tires at a race like this. So a lot of your stuff is figuring out how to manage your equipment, your tires, your car, your, you know, and also too, and, and drivers Mm -hmm. after the race talking about the balancing out. Well, yeah, I should have been more aggressive in this station situation, but we still have another race to go. So I, I'm, there's some guys that were trying to maybe even stay out of stuff there. And, um, we, we got a chance to, we're, we're going to play some interviews here. We did talk to Kenny Schrader before the race, but it is still a pretty relevant interview. And then we also talked to some drivers after the race. Um, we talked to, I, I talked to Kenny Schrader. I got a word with him for his win. You talked to Kevin Lacroix, DJ Kennington, Andrew Ranger, and Alex Gannett after the race and Stuart Friesen. And we're going to play that for you here, and then we're going to get back to yeah. you in just a little bit for more of our coverage for our Shweekin special here on the Wide World of Motorsports. Here are our interviews from race one at the Big O. So I'm standing here with Ken Schrader, the great, the amazing Ken Schrader. I'm just old. You just, no, the just great. Old. No. Um, we had the privilege to watch your race last year here, and I we were, had the privilege of this past weekend, uh, a couple days ago, you got to race at um, sun, su- Sunset. Yeah, Sunset, Speed Sunset. Sunset in the APC, which is our pro touring pro late model series. You run a lot of different cars between different things. How do you get into the car that track for that night? Well, luckily, you don't got a steering wheel and two pedals do anything, and they always turn left, so you just go around her. That ain't no big deal. That yeah. sounds like it just, that sounds like natural ability. I don't know about that, but we've been doing a lot of different cars at a lot of different tracks for a whole lot of years, and you just do it so it's kind of so now it's just become kind of second nature where uh it, it it's more enjoyable that it's oh it's something different i i get yeah. to go have fun with this it's something different go have fun yeah very much so when i was just starting a race around home and kind of for a living i'd run four different classes on the same night so you kind of got used to jumping in different stuff right right and how did how did our touring pro late model series in our nascar home track sunset speedway you know compared to stuff you run down in the states or other places in ontario or canada well i don't run a whole lot of asphalt right uh, i prefer the dirt mm. but uh, the apc tour uh, man i like the hell out of it got nice good looking cars yeah they run the gm uh performance crate engines you know yeah Almost afford to run one of them. Yeah, they got a, they got a good rule on shocks and tires. Mind if I reach by I you thought, there for one I second? I thought it was no, no, great don't, rules. You don't move. Um, yeah, no, it's okay. That it makes it real. I like that. I'm we're more for we do a radio show and podcast too, so it's just more real. Uh, still talking with Kenny. The our, I really like our APC series. Uh, because it is our premier asphalt series in Ontario. I mean, one could say that the Pinty series is, but for really the breeding ground for the next driver, um, anybody stand out to you that you were racing with and against? Uh, well, I mean, 
I didn't know everybody. No numbers. Yeah. Any numbers yeah. that were no, giving you the gears? Man, everybody, every ran, everybody ran hard and they ran clean. Yes. So I mean, just the series stood out. I really enjoyed it. Okay, so let's move on to this race. If I can have a few more moments of oh, your yeah. time. Yep. Um, this is a I'm gonna say quote unquote NASCAR dirt race. Pinty's car is not a dirt car. The dirt tire isn't a dirt tire. So. How dirt is this dirt race? <laughs> you know, it's not. Well, the weather could make it a dirt race, but yeah. But then we can't run very long because the cars will overheat. Yes. And we won't be able to see. Yeah. So those are all bad things. Those are all bad things. <laughs> now have that when you don't run dirt cars at dirt tracks. Yeah. But, yeah. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Uh, so and we do the same thing next. Uh, I don't know if it's Saturday or Sunday. We run the uh, ARCA cars in Springfield, Illinois, or the Mile Dirt. One day they run the Silver Crown. Yeah. One day they run the ARCA. We're running the ARCA race. Nice. So, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's unique, but what it goes down to is everybody's got the same stuff, so yeah. it don't make any difference. The last thing that would need to happen would be let them make big changes for the dirt race. We don't need that. Right. Everybody take the regular cars and go run. Well, I, I can't argue with that, actually. And it's one of the reasons why we like this series so much. I, we believe that it's, it is one of the most competitive, one of the most unique, because we run ovals, bull rings, and half mile. We run dirt and road and street courses. So there is a big mixture. Um, kind of the way Kenny likes it. I, I, I mean, is there any thoughts? Maybe you run a season up here in the NASCAR Pinty Series Canada. Support, support Canadian Canadian race fans. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I mean, it'd be fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm just teasing, of yeah, course. Yeah. Of course, I don't. But uh, one one little problem I got. No, I mean the series is great, but whenever you tie, and I'm a NASCAR supporter. Yes. But whenever you tie the NASCAR logo and stuff, everybody thinks they have to spend more money and everything needs to be bigger. And it doesn't. It pays more money to start that APC race than it does this race. It pays two hundred dollars more to start this race, but but you got a there's entry, way more. You got an entry fee. Yeah, way that you don't uh, have for the APC, know, APC race. Right. So I mean, you know, this this can get pretty pricey pretty quick. Well, we. Yeah. On the show, to be honest, last week our podcast was a little bit of an open discussion about kind of our feelings to the state of NASCAR. We always say down south because we, we are when we're referring. But, um, you know, Kenny, I just want to say thank you so much. Good luck. And uh, maybe we'll see you in victory lane. Well, we'll just see what happens. Thank, thank you. you. Okay, thank you. Andrew. How'd today go for you? Oh, not like, uh, like I was expected. You know, I think uh, we can be better than that. But we have a few uh, issues with the car. We came in the pit, made some change. And uh, after that, we were, run, we, were, we were running in the top 10. And uh, the 9 car mm. spot in front of me hit yes. me. So yes. I think he bent like a little thing in the car. So the car was not the same yeah. on the exit corner. So... Overall, I think we finished 10, so mm. it's like a top 10 for us. It's better than nothing. That's pretty good, though. That's a that's a good rally it, from from maybe not. Uh, yeah, exactly. The best so, race uh, to what? finish the race and to finish in the top 10 and have nice fight with David Abair. So yeah, this is a friend of mine. So uh, that's awesome. It was a lot of fun. What um, what keeps you kind of motivated going race to race? Because haven't had the best season no, no, that, that really. and and it, not for lack of trying not for anything like that just truth 
true bad luck. Yeah, yeah. What keeps you really wanting to go to the next race and the next race? Is it that, like, I got, I, the next one's going to be better? I need to, you know. This is what I put in my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Race car driver, it's you're the winner in one race and the loser in another one. So mm-hmm. uh, it's like a roller coaster. So this I used to be to, to that. Mm-hmm. But like you say, we didn't have our this is the worst season that I have so serious I never have bad luck like that like you said yeah. we have very bad luck so yes uh, true bad luck uh, it's- I'm a winner I'm a champion and I just want to prove to, to everybody that um, uh, I was still pushing and do my best to, to win well I don't th- I don't think you have to prove anything to anybody <laughs> like you said you're a champion uh, hopefully we'll get uh, get the races in tomorrow and uh, thank you so much for talking to me thank you thank you very much standing here with Alex Skinnett uh First time on the dirt. How'd you like it? Ah, uh, it's a lot of fun, man. I'd uh, I'd actually never even been to a dirt track in my life, so uh, I mean, I've watched plenty of it, but it's my first time actually on a tra- at a track and racing. So uh, it was a lot of fun, more fun than I even would have thought. You know, uh, it's, com- it's competitive. Like a lot of guys are really good, have a lot of experience, but uh, yeah, I can't wait to get back out. Uh, it's new for me, and it's been a while since I tried something new. Is it comparable to anything that you've done? Maybe wet racing? Um, uh, I'd say probably drifting a four-wheeler or a side-by-side, <laughs> which I've done plenty. So that I think that definitely helped me here. Yeah. Like, we only got 30 minutes of practice, and then yes. we started racing. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like I did a decent job. P9 there. I probably could have done a little better. but um, I think that's pretty respectable for not being on dirt. Uh, you're definitely in one, uh, I had a list of notables for doing a really good job. Um, anything you're going to change for tomorrow or uh, Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe if we get lucky, we'll race tomorrow. But yeah. um, I think not change. It's just stuff I figured out during the mm-hmm. race that now I say we went practicing again tomorrow morning. It's going to be a whole different other ball game because yeah. I know a lot more of where I can take it. Learn the track too. Never been here, so yeah. learn the track, learn dirt, just a bunch of new stuff. So definitely, we'll be in a lot better shape tomorrow. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Thank uh, you. Good luck tomorrow, and uh, hopefully, we'll get to chat with you again. Thank you. Standing here with Stuart Friesen, finished four, fifth, six, six. Oh, yeah. no, okay. Uh, four shy from last year, but you get another chance closer. Uh, what what do you think? Maybe you were lacking, car was lacking. Uh, we were just just couldn't really roll the center there. We were just a little bit tight. But you know, big thanks to the GSR Racing here and uh, Dave White and his whole race mm. team. Um, cool to be back in, in the Penny Series again, and a uh, little bit of work to do. Um, yeah. But but you know, I think we'll we'll put our heads together here and, and try to get this thing turned a little bit better, and then. Um, with that, I think we'll have a little bit more forward drive, a little more center of the corner speed. So, um, fun. It looks like we'll have a little bit of rain maybe uh, yeah. tomorrow, and then hopefully be able, to, if not tomorrow, come back Wednesday and improve. How comparable is this? You, I'm sure you get this a lot, but this to maybe the trucks on dirt. Is it's it, pretty th- similar. I mean, it's you know you're on a really hard compound tire, and that's that's equalizer. So. You can throw the kitchen sink at it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just—that's all it's going to do. So, right, um, kind of similar. It's—it's it's, you know, when one lane's better than the other, you, that's kind of where you have to be. And you kind of see that that three quarter to top is kind of where you have to be, and it makes makes the restarts pretty interesting. And yeah, it's, it's pretty racy. So it um, does. Is it all about that momentum up high? Is that what you're yeah, looking for? Yeah, a little for? bit, a little bit. Um, you know, trying to be up high, but then when you got somebody pushing you and have a guy half spun out there's there's no no speed there either so right um 
fun racing and uh, a, a great series. You know, a lot of, a lot of mm. professional racers in this series and, and teams, so it's uh, it's cool to be a part of. And um, yeah, fun night for you. When are you going to come do an asphalt race? I don't know. I'd really like to do a road course. I, I like yeah. the transmissions in these things. I like the, the specs um, and the series where you're you know you're in a box. You, can't, you really got to drive the drive the thing. So. Mm. Um, Maybe Mossport or something someday uh, I would, would so. be uh, would be badass. Um, yeah, but, but everybody yeah. would love that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun, but you never know. Well, thanks a lot, Stuart, and right. uh, good luck for tomorrow. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, third place finisher, DJ Kennington. Um, best, best finish of the year? Yeah, yeah. We've uh, had a crap year, actually, uh, for our standards, but sure. I just had some horrible luck. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we've had speed. We haven't had speed. We've had a lot of stuff go wrong, a lot of stuff out of our control. Yeah. So, you know, that stuff I can handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like not being fast, so it was nice to have good speed tonight. Yeah. Had good speed last week in uh, Quebec as well. So yes. really looking forward to tomorrow, and hopefully we can get another podium tomorrow. What um, What's this comparable to? Anything you've done in the past? Uh, it looks there was a there was a half mile like real slicked out dirt track back in the 80s 90s down in the states it was the fastest they, they you talked about doing about 170 miles an hour cool. at the super lates uh bloomquist used to run yep. there but it, it this really reminded me of it because it really blacks out and is it it is it as quick as it looks or are you just kind of spinning the whole time it is really slow in the mm. car um i mean just trying to get forward drives really hard it is really glassed off and mm. slick so you're trying to find any kind of moisture or drive you can get. Yeah. Uh, it makes it difficult, but it also makes it fun because you're, you're searching for that extra right. grip. And uh, fun racetrack. You do such a good job to make it like this so that it's not muddy, it's yeah. not ruddy, it's not bad for our cars. Because right. it, it's hard for these cars because they're not dirt cars. Right. So Glenn and the, the track crew do a great job to make it that way. Yeah. And then it's up to us as drivers to put on a show. Schrader, one last question. I'll let you go. I know you're busy. Uh, I, I spoke with Ken Schrader earlier today, and we were talking about it. And what he likes or thinks is that it should stay this way. It should stay on this tire, track the same way, because everybody's equal and it, and it puts on good racing. Do you, do you think that, or do you think there's maybe some tweaks? We could, uh, we I don't make. know. I mean, I complain about the tire, but then if everybody has a better tire, then everybody's going to be faster. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it, it's not that it's a better tire. It's just a softer tire. Sure. Obviously, right. the tires are great. We had no issues with no, them. 100 no, laps, problems, 100 laps. 100 laps. Uh, General makes a great tire, but mm. I mean, maybe a little bit softer might give you a little bit more options. Sure. But uh, I think it puts on a hell of a show, and it's all about the fans. So as long as they're happy, we're happy. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, thanks a lot, DJ. Thank we'll you. see you tomorrow. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. We're standing here with second place finisher Kevin Lacroix. This is way better than last week. What uh, what made the difference tonight for you? I don't know. Uh, Maybe just uh, trying to enjoy my night and not having any pressure. You know, uh, championship is gone. Uh, so we just, uh, you know, focus on having fun the rest of the season. And uh, that's what I had today, you know. Uh, it was uh, it was just very different. Uh, and from last time here on dirt, I was uh, running mid-pack and maybe I learned how to drive on dirt the wrong way. Right. So now running with uh, Drayton, that won here last year. and. Mm. Ken Schrader that has a lot of experience, you know, showed me the way around, and uh, mm. I really thought, you know, at the end I was getting uh, very comfortable. And uh, well, I would say that I mean, watch because we watched the whole race. Of course, you were you were up there top five the whole race, uh, and very patient. Um, 
it was it was fun to watch. The racing was fun to watch. There were I I, I made some notes because it's hard to tell. Are you guys enjoying it? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, <laughs> is it you know. you know depending where you are on the back, but it just is that fun kind of racing, slipping, sliding, kind of bumping, you know. Well, last year, uh, you know, I was uh, pitching the car sideways because I thought that was that's that was racing on dirt, and going on power hard and just being always mm. sideways, and it's like it's it was uh, kind of boring going on power and nothing happens. Mm. Uh, but now, you know, understanding more how to drive it mm. and uh, being more calm, it was actually very nice. So uh, uh, earlier in the race, I was uh, holding uh, P4 and P5, and. Uh, I was just uh, patient and being, uh, you know, watching uh, 20 and 22 how to go around the track. And I, as I went, uh, you know, I uh, more comfortable. I was not all holding, uh, you know, the fourth and fifth place anymore. And I mm-hmm. think I was really, you know, getting better in catching on the uh, top two. Is 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 there any saving of tire? Like, so I, one one could say that watching Kenny just follow Trayton lap after lap, he was saving his stuff, saving his stuff, and in a veteran move, you know, it's time to strike. Was there any of that type of of car conservation, tire conservation going well, we, on? We feel that a lot on asphalt, where mm-hmm. uh, if you overdrive a car just a little bit, you're like for five laps to be really patient with the car because. Uh, it gets the tire overheated, and you know asphalt. There's a grip, so mm. when when it slides around, you know it's because tires are overheating. Yes. Where here it's more difficult to feel because it's always slippery anyway. Mm. So being very slippery or extremely slippery is tough to feel. So I honestly, I don't know if we saved it, if it was better to save anything or, mm. or not, or it's just being smoother is just the faster way around. But uh, yeah, it's just you know I kept it uh, smoother. At the end, it was faster. Yeah. Well, I would. Uh, it definitely looked like that. You took the fight to DJ pretty hard. Um, again, I noted it was like no room given, but just enough room given to each of you. Uh, what's it like to battle with a veteran like DJ? You know, we're coming up to the 200th race. Uh, he's in his. 15th year or 30th yeah. Yeah, I'm not too sure he's been here 200 for a something starts yeah um, what's it like to battle so respectfully with a, a veteran like that well it's nice with DJ you know there's uh, some drivers that uh, every time you get side by side you know we get to to bend the wheel and damage the car where every time we're running side by side with DJ you're confident that he's not going to break your car so we can bang doors a little bit bang bumpers mm. but uh, it's always the car keeps on we keep each other on track and, uh, you know, there's no dirty move and it's just nice to be playing uh, hard but nicely, you know, and we, yeah. we get out of the car and we laugh about it and we're just having fun. So. That's good. It's great. You know, it's really good to see you with a smile on your face. I mean, P2 will do that to a guy, uh, but it's nice to see you in the paddock and, and we hope to see you in the paddock for years to come. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you. Thanks. Getting the uh, interview in quick here with the race winner of race number one for the NASCAR Pinty's return to dirt, Kenny Schrader. I just heard from Bryce, you're the first American to to win it, and how does it feel getting your first Pinty's win? Well, obviously it, it feels good anytime you just win anything, you know, but uh, Pinty series, you know, pretty damn competitive, and we were just glad to be, uh, glad to be winning. I mean, we run second almost. I don't know, 
70, 80 laps. And then the uh, uh, leader had a little trouble and we were able to get up front. And then it just worked out. What was it like having 22 Racing dominate that whole race? You and Trey put on a great show up front. Well, it's, I mean, it just shows how strong the team is. And uh, is definitely glad to be uh, driving for them. Right. And you guys must have had some sort of plan or something like that, keeping up the front kind of the 22 Racing show. Was there any discussion before the race about that? No, we both wanted to just, you know, yeah. well, I told him I would race him as clean as I could. And I would not mess him up because... He's up here racing for points, and uh, so I was no way gonna mess him up. And he said he would run me hard and clean. And boy, it was it was fun being around him. Right. And for going forward, is there any uh, more Pinty's races in your future? Uh, not that I know of, but uh, you, you never sure know. You want to come never, back, right? never know what's yeah. gonna happen. And all the best of luck to you on the SRX race too Thursday. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, man. And we were just listening to race winner. Kenny Schrader, um, yeah, we all we all we all kicked it off with our pre-race interview with Kenny Schrader, and then you heard our chat with Andrew Ranger. What are what's some of your insights from our talks with uh, Kenny and Ranger there? Our first two interviews there. Kenny's a racer, and he's happy to be racing. Right, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty simple. It's actually interesting to just hear his honesty too about. About you know the the cost of racing and 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 stuff like that. I had to talk to um, such a legend. We don't too, really to need get, to get into that. To get him on the show. And what about uh, Ranger? Yeah, and I talked to him. That was so cool. So Ranger, we spoke like our listeners heard just kind of how his year's been going. It's been really bad, and and what keeps him motivated. And he's just he feels he needs to prove that he's still a champ. And uh, don't count him out for a, a win this year. He's got one. He's got one. Maybe. CTMP maybe Delaware uh he'll be maybe he'll CTMP, get the yeah. I think he'll get a checkered this year and uh Gannett um Gannett for his for, for his first time on dirt uh did really well uh he seemed to have a blast I mean he had a smile on his face he was talking to to park team owner uh three-time champ Jason Hathaway and uh he's really excited to come back and do it uh, it was cool to catch up with Friesen and DJ and Lacroix as well. What about that? Uh, yeah, it was really actually cool to talk to to Stuart Friesen. Uh, interesting to hear what he needs out of the car. I mean, uh, it wasn't perfect, but he was he's busy, right? He was doing the sprints and doing this. Uh, again, I think he's another driver that probably figured out a lot, figured out what he needs to do differently in the next race. Um, uh, Stewart's definitely a contender for the win. Yep, and DJ getting up there, and and the Qua staying up in the the uh, the mix as well. That was really cool. Well, um, DJ, this is his best. This is DJ. This is DJ's best finish of the season. They're they're just win hunting, and Lacroix after after that mechanical failure last at the last one uh, this is great he and he drove for this one i was, i kind of kept an eye on him all race he really drove for this one yeah um it was good to get that race and good to be able to talk to all those guys thank you to all those guys that were able to all drivers people were able to come on the show and talk to us give us some time that's the most interviews that we probably had on the show in one episode 
we we were we we're trying to stay as much as we could after the race um but because of the rain that was coming in it was um it was cool to chat with all of our usual buddies got a shout out you know guys like Brent Steven Patrick Wes Wade uh some of our crew and if there's anyone else I'm forgetting uh sorry but <laughs> there's just too many to remember um yeah it was it was some good honest friendships or hanging out to a little bit and that was really nice and not gonna lie it's it's fun to hang out with them and it's fun to kind of shoot the breeze after this but unfortunately because of the weather that was coming we had to go um but it's, we were still you know going home and thinking about um we actually finally i found some results here for the race um i was thinking about some of the other guys in the field uh, just, you know, um, especially tag getting that P 10 from all that we, he went through that was, I, I'm going to say for my notable mentions, you know, and I like to try to do a notable mention for every race because there's guys and, and it, it's so easy because tag is, he, he's like the most popular driver, you know, and it's obviously easy to give him a mention. It can't forget guys like, you know, David Hebert 13th. Dave Bailey, 12th. Uh, yeah, you know, get, getting close to the top 10 for guys that aren't used to these cars and and uh, that are used to a totally different kind Thomas, of discipline almost. Thomas so. Neupo. Neupo is the one yep. that is eighth. really eighth place. Uh, Some good notable mentions never, there. He's admit. never driven. The guy's, the guy's never driven ovals, and he comes and does a dirt oval, and he's, he's in the top 10. So, yeah. Uh, it's it, it was a good race. It was the drivers looked like they had fun, and that's what's really important. Yeah, and and it kind of throws me back to a bit at the beginning of the season when we heard um, we we heard some of the drivers, especially I remember hearing from Larry Jackson. You know, like that's why we're in it. You know, is to have fun. Yeah. And, yeah. So that makes Mac thirty four points behind Trey. Um. Yes, and Trey. Like, can I just say, too, Trey didn't have a he. Oh, yeah, he had an he amazing race, but he got chewed. Up. He there. just got chewed up and yeah. went back. But he fought to finish ahead of Mac. And and honestly, that's what that's what a champion does, right? That's how you become a champion is is you you keep the points that you can. Yeah, and also adding on to how he was being race pretty rough at the end there i mean maybe that's Brutal. that's one of the things when you're the the points leader uh and you got a decent points lead too you, mm-hmm. can, you know mm-hmm. um that's I bet, true right? i bet trey probably knows like hey you know i'm the, well and, I'm the and a lot of those guys so i'm gonna get roughed up th- think about it though you had you have lacroix who's just win hunting dj who's just win hunting LP yeah, that's for sure. Now like, there's seventy all these something guys are just, those guys down. Are, they're just going tag fifty nine points. Same there. They're they, those guys are, and not to not to sign off the season or anything because yeah, you know wins. I don't is, mean it like that. I don't wins mean it is like still that, a but. good um, thing, you know, uh, to go for other you know other than just focusing on championship. We've talked to drivers a lot about that, you know, going for the wins versus the championship. Yeah, and. I'm sure to after tomorrow, 
uh, I and, and with Kenny winning the race too. I mean, you know, a, a guy who's not really getting any points wins the race. Nobody was mad at that win. Yeah, either, that's for sure. And funny. then tomorrow we're finding out. Now we we found out that Kyle Steckley will be stepping into the driver's seat of the number twenty two after winning, winning crew chief. as crew chief, yeah. and then. Uh, hopefully it'd be cool to see him. I think that'd be cool to see if he, if he won his driver in the winning car. I'm really, now, I, luck now I mean, <laughs> now I'm a little more upset that I had to leave the there racetrack because I don't get to see Kyle on the dirt because, um, he might have that, you know, that I just feel like there's a bit of, um, begin, not, I don't want to say beginner's luck, but it's kind of like, you don't know what you don't know. So mm. you kind of, it, you know, the first time you do something, you always sometimes seem to be really good at it. And, you know, once you learn a little bit more, it seems to get harder. But Kyle's an ace. I mean, that guy's been on fire in the Pro Late Model Series this year. And considering the situation, Kenny's got to go back, I think, to I-55. That's his track, to I-55. Is that for, where they're going, I-55? I think, I, or he's either way, he's got to do SRX Thursday. So he's got oh, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's got to jet down and get ready for that. He's so got a job. understandably, someone's got to fill in for that. Um, and because of the weather delay, we saw about 50 millimeters of rain in the southwestern Ontario area on that the day that the race was supposed to happen, the second the the day, day race two. Your, your daughter's wedding. Um, we still I went to the track. We we checked it out. It was uh, cool to uh, um, see some of these drivers working, taking advantage of some time that they can get to be able to set themselves up for a better run in race two. We're going to potentially see a bit of a vibe change in that sense for race two, where guys are coming back. I don't know. Maybe guys are going to come you back. Think, with new what do you cars. What do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to? I feel I like it's going to be rushed. I feel like it's going to there everyone's going to feel it's going to be an an and oh, I can't I hope can't not. Even I hope say everyone it. feels it's an like impatient race. I hope I hope they I hope there is some patience. Also the track changing too. Uh that might add to the pressures. That might add to some of what's going on here. I, I'm not we're not big dirt guys. We will be as we said at the beginning of the episode. We're missing out, we know. And if yeah. we are calling it wrong on how the the dirt changes, well, we saw a picture from Wade Yarrow from the uh, front stretch of just the track. It looked like it was just a big mud puddle. And yeah. of course, you know, some some dirt guys like, oh, we can go road racing on that. Well, I don't know so much about the Pinty's cars. We're, we're going to get our our vis. You know, we're going to have no vis. The windshields are going to get muddy. Uh the the grill is going to get clogged up. We're going to see overheating. That that would have been, you know, the rain stopped at about eight thirty, just about a couple hours ago when we're recording here. And I don't, I don't think maybe at an oval track we could have ran around a few times. On we could have brought some trucks and some cars out and got a line on a short track, and well, maybe, see, maybe we could have started th- a little that's late. That's the thing. That's um, the difference. I don't know. Is, is yeah. you can't you can't jet dry or you can't rubber out. You just gotta let it out air out. Track like that. Well, you do. Uh, there's some. It's a working thing. You can't just and with how the it, track's positioned, because there's those fields, there's those tobacco fields beside it, and I hear that there's there's like aerodynamic, like there's like a freaking a whole th- special little way that that the wind cures uh, the track off of the the fields. So 
Um, that's hmm. super cool um, to, to put into contact or to put into the the mix of things as a fan to see that maybe there's some maybe we might have different lines that we're going to run during the race. Maybe we're going to see some. I'm not sure if um, we're going to see mud flying around or how much more dirty it no. will be. Or I'm not sure how different it will feel for the drivers. It will be certainly interesting to find out after the race when we talk to them. About, yes. Yeah. The, see, the sprint cars to, are going to the, the the sprint cars will uh, take that they clean it off for them first before the yes the and they're still running they're still going to they're, they're still going to do the full um, work in the track that that'll yeah. so that won't be it's not like they're not running and the pinties are the only ones that would probably for sure throw a wrench into the plans yeah um, yeah I don't think they would be able to do it but. Yeah, what are some of your like? Let's talk about uh, some predictions going into this race. I'm I'm thinking Trey's car wasn't it didn't it didn't look like maybe it had some scrapes on it. I don't remember it having any sort of you know bad body damage. I think he's probably good. Yeah, to no, go he for no he did. He too. had um oh, yeah? nothing bad, but he had the left front uh a fender right on and in, in, in front of the front tire there was pretty de- oh, got broken on a restart it's gonna okay but that's that's a but, but quote so, unquote easy fix yeah so so, uh, Cosmetic i don't know damage. it's hard to say it's hard to say really who's going to be out front i would lean to say that considering that this year was really not much off of how last year was uh, you're going to see the same guys up front. I think DJ is obviously keep, we're not we're not going to see. I think DJ is a good. He's going to keep pounding. Win. I think Kenny's I think not keep there. Pounding. Kenny's not going to be there, and Stewart's not going to be there. So really, that, Stewart's are, is who's fill, so that's right. Someone I'm sure from the Stires so, stable will that's fill in. Two, that's two guys that finished in the top six that aren't there. So now you got two other guys coming up. Dexter Stacy looked really good i think he got caught up in other people's mess uh daniel bois again i believe can do really well i the it's just going up in the knowledge right the more you do it so i think he from the conversation him and i had afterwards uh it it, he seemed to figure out a lot alex gannett another seemed to figure out a ton so and and even i'm sure there's some other drivers that um that have figured a few things out and you know, maybe it'll be a real right. clean race. Like it's like the duels, right? You get a real messy one and you get a real clean one or, or was not that this one was a messy one, one not or anything. <laughs> or well, was that's the right. The then you're like, one. was this the clean one? Yeah. yeah. We're going to find out. And you know, um, I, I want to see, I want to hope that we're going to see some of those, like an Aaron Turkey or someone kind of figure that out. I want to see some of those Dave local Bailey was guys. Up. Dave Bailey. I want to see some yeah. of those local guys Somebody. get up there, um, use some of that time that they had during race one. We've t- we've heard a lot about the drivers say that they wish they had more practice there. If you want to see it, race one as kind of like a practice, that could be a way to look at it. And if, you know, I'm getting pumped, I'm getting worked up for tomorrow. I'm going to be finishing work and I'm going to be rushing yeah yeah, to, yeah 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 oh, i'm not yeah, trying to yeah, rub it in wallace yeah, but yeah. hey oh, i gotta uh, miss practice qualifying and all the cool stuff that's going on during the day so I, I i gotta just watch the last i'm showing up for the credits almost or if i'm showing up for the climax um yeah so we're we're gonna be able to 
be there, yeah, I'm pretty part. sure, and bring you all the coverage from the track to the community. And, you know, awesome. um, look looking forward to soaking some of that stuff in. We, we, we took a lot of awesome photos and reels and interviews. All that stuff is up on our social media. Well, most of it is up on our social media pages at the WWOMS. Um, and, and also through there, we're working together with some people through the NASCAR Pinties community page on Facebook. We're, we're, uh, we're really starting to meet and get to know some of the other people in the community. And yeah, it's awesome being able sure. to collab with some of those people through the page. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of them have info that we don't have. We're able to put it to the page. So we, we try to put all the, all the, the important stuff through the page at the WWOMS for updates. If you're not able to make it or if you're not able to watch the race on Flow Racing or on TSN Plus. And, or, of course, try to, if you, if you miss, it, hope, hope people out there make it. I saw some people in the community, NASCAR Pinty Series community group. They got, I'm sure there's some people out there with some extra tickets that would love to give you a deal or just give you the tickets. Just find, just look around for it. We Let's try to get as many people as we can. I, yeah, let's uh, fill the stands. I wish I could be there. I really can. wish I could be there. Yeah, and um, you know, uh, for me, f- figuring out night photos for once, I'm, ho- I'm hoping to be able to get some some sweet night photos and to be able to uh, to learn some more insights from the drivers and whatnot during the race, listening to their scanners and whatnot. That that stuff's really cool. Um, that that stuff really helps for our articles for episodes just like this. So, looking forward to bringing you all that info and more as well on our website, www.thewideworldofmotorsportspodcast.wordpress.com. We're also broadcasting, this might, this one of our episodes will be broadcasting on the FM, on CFMH 107.3, local FM in St. John, New Brunswick, on Saturdays at noon. And I'm hearing, as of the date we're recording here in the summer of 2023, we're moving over to Mondays, on CKMS 102.7, Radio Waterloo and Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario, a part of the Waterloo Region Podcast Hour, which just had a little bit of a schedule shift. What time? And, nah, I don't know. and then on the Performance Motorsports Network app on your smart device. I I also don't know when we're answer. I also don't know when we're. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's amazing. And on the PM and app. edit that out. Do <laughs> The Performance Motorsports Network app. I also uh, I don't take know them in a reel. Um, but hey, you know we're we're gonna be there for y'all. And also, I can't forget to mention wherever you get your podcasts, we're on there. We're gonna bring it to you. We're gonna have potentially a couple episodes this week. So um, for now, that just about wraps it up. That's the facts. We'll see y'all around the bend. Adios.